back in the saddle, everyone. I don't think I've ever done three episodes in a week before. I may have in the past, but I don't believe so. Like, I've taken a lot of breaks from this podcast multiple times, but I'm trying to commit more to it. So I got a lot of things I want to talk about. Well, going forward, not in this episode a whole lot. I'm going to be mostly talking about Elon Musk and just his um his purchase of Twitter, at least 9.2 or 9.4% of the stock, which, yeah, uh, I actually think that is a good idea because I believe that this is going to be something good for free speech and um, freedom of the press and stuff too. Um, yeah, because like um, you guys, he, he bought like um, a bunch of stock on Twitter. Was it two or three weeks ago? I can't remember. Um, it was something like that, but I don't know, remember exactly when, but it was just a few weeks ago. And basically, like, um, when that happened, like, everything, the entire world just um, went and just focused on Twitter and Elon. Because, because Elon is, like, supposedly the richest person on Earth, which I he's not. Everyone should know that he's not. But yeah, he bought he bought Twitter. Well, nine point two percent of Twitter stock for which is about how many? How much percentage of his worth? I don't know, like one, two, three percent, somewhere around there. And he just bought it. And when he did, a lot of people, executives at um twi- at Twitter, and a lot of just um regular workers freaked out because they can't stand Elon because Elon is not someone that goes around with the BS. He does not because um um. Let's talk about Elon there for a second before we get into the Twitter stuff. Because Elon, as for a lot of people that don't know, he's like one of the elites. Well, he is he still one of them, or he's just, or he's more of an outsider. He, it's possible, but yeah, he's not Trump level outsider, but because he knows what he can and can't get away with. But uh, but he's not as far gone as Trump can go. But he does a lot. And and basically, like um, what basically like um, what I believe is like um, uh, the elites they go to him for like whenever they need like new technologies and new and new stuff like that. Because Elon, he is the is the CEO of Tesla and the CEO of SpaceX. And Tesla, um, obviously that's probably the um, biggest brand of car you can have these days. Uh, like it's a completely electric um, um, automatic car, which. Um, someday I want to get a Tesla. I don't know if I ever will get one, but I want to get one. Like, and I want to get one like um, with the next 10 years, maybe if I ever do get one, but I'm not sure I ever will. Yeah. Because, because even Steven Crowder, he, he actually got his mind changed and he actually loves Tesla's. It's like, they are actually a really good brand of car. I haven't actually even um, been in one yet, nor have I ever even seen one in person. Obviously, we've seen photos and stuff like that of them, but I have not seen like um, a seen one in person. And also, like with the SpaceX stuff, like you've seen Elon when he's gone on Joe Rogan's podcast, he's been talking. He talks a lot about SpaceX and stuff like that. Basically, like with SpaceX, um, basically, like they are the ones that are planning to have a mission to Mars in the future. Uh, basically, like what he wants to do, like by twenty thirty, maybe even a little sooner than that wants to send a mission to Mars to basically like to set up a colony there so that in the future that when World War III happens, which from the looks of it, it may not be that far off. And so that when it happens, humanity will survive and it'll live on in the future, which is not that bad of idea about doing that. But I believe the moon landing was fake, as you've seen in my one of my previous videos. But um, I believe like rovers and stuff like that on Mars is real. I believe SpaceX is real. I just don't think NASA is real because I think NASA is full of crap. It's like another branch of the government that does a lot of shady stuff. And so, like, and, and like, basically, Elon has even talked about like doing like um, using his rockets to like to um, travel around the Earth, like for like for like how blank planes are right now. Just have it be with um, like um, SpaceX um, um, rockets, and it would take like less than I don't know like an hour tops, probably less than that to get from here to the other side of the planet, which I actually think that would be a good idea because like it'd make life a whole lot easier here. And yeah, it would make a lot of money. Yeah. And, and like, uh, like um, Elon, 
another thing is like, yeah, he's he's worth like what three hundred billion or something like that. I don't know. Three, I believe it's three hundred billion, and he is not the richest man on the world. He is not. The Rothschilds are because the Rothschilds they are the they're the top family that controls all the central banks, not just in the U.S. but all around the entire world and stuff like that. Yeah. They are the ones that control all the banks and they control the Federal Reserve too. Like they are part of the reason like so much money is being printed right now in the world. Like how bad inflation is right now, part it's not just on Biden, because I believe Biden's taking the orders from the top. Like people like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates are just telling them what to do, and probably a few others as well. Because Biden, like he his dementia is so bad, he doesn't even know what he's doing half the time. So he 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 has to be told what to do. Like um, he like I'm positive that whenever we're not seeing him on camera, he's in the White House basement. And then whenever he comes out, they have to put him on Adderall and stuff like that, so he can go out and give speeches and stuff. And the moment he gets they gets out, out, out outside of doing speeches, they literally send him back to the basement immediately. And like, yeah, I actually believe Elon would be me a much better president than Biden right now. Like a huge improvement. I don't think Elon. Is, well, before I get to that part, Elon, like, would I consider him to be somewhat of a slightly left, more ver- slightly left, more version of Trump? Like, the, like in a sense, like, uh, would you consider Elon as left wing or right wing? I don't think he's as right wing as Trump is, but I think he's a little. He's definitely. Um, more more left than Trump is. And he's an outsider just like Trump, but he doesn't go as far as Trump in a lot of areas. Trump himself, he can do a lot of things. Excuse me. Trump goes all the way out. Like He says a lot of crazy stuff, like calling out the elites, calling out the globalists, like he did at the World Economic Forum in 2018. He goes all the way out. Elon, he, he can't do that. I don't believe he can. Well, because, like, he's an outsider, but he knows what he can and can't get away with when it comes to, like, the elites and stuff. And, and because he doesn't want to risk getting in trouble or stuff like that. But he goes out as far as he can. Like, he just tiptoes by the line of how far he can go out. And, like, he's gotten close to the edge multiple times, but he hasn't crossed that edge yet, which... Who knows if he ever will. Yeah, but if Elon was running for president in 2024, which I don't think he will, but if he was, or in 2028 or 2032, I would vote for him if, like, unless, like, Trump was running in 2024, which I believe he will. But if Trump didn't and Elon was, I would actually vote for him. I don't know who would be a good VP, though. Obviously, um, I don't think DeSantis would be Elon's VP. I could see him being Trump's VP. But I don't know actually who would be Elon's VP. Like, there's a lot of things you could, a lot of people out there. Like, um, I go, I couldn't see Candace Owens either. She is not the type of person that would be like that. Who else? Like, uh, Greg Abbott? No, I don't think so. Uh, man, there's a lot of good people out there that could be a good VP. I'm just trying to think of a few of them right now. Who are, who else is there? Um, Man, there's Jordan Peterson, no. Ben Shapiro, no. Those guys are just regular political commentators. What person out there right now? Marjorie Taylor Greene would be a good one, but there's no way she would, she would, Elon would approach her. I'm just trying. Who do you, who do you guys think would be a good VP? I don't know for Elon, but maybe you guys know. Comment down below if you have any idea who would be a good VP for Elon. Yeah. Like um, Elon, like I don't like he he would do tax cuts, of course, because because he doesn't he actually does not believe in like a lot of taxes and stuff like that. That's part of the reasons that he left California in 2020, 2021. And he took he brought took Tesla, moved moved it out of California, moved it to Austin, Texas, which Elon, he loves Texas. Like a lot of the reasons that he left um, California was a lot of the main reasons a lot of companies and a lot of celebrities have been leaving California and going to Texas and Florida and uh, Arizona and a few other places. 
like um, obviously the pandemic, like um, California's way overreaction to it. It it caused a lot of stir and a, well, and it was very bad, very bad. Like literally, like you were not allowed to open your business for any reason. And like, if you guys remember, because we have a lot of sh- all we have short term memories. But if you remember back then, back in 2020, like uh, there was there was actually a, a, a number out there that you could call to report people who weren't following like the rules and stuff like that, um, who were defying orders to close their businesses, businesses. And yeah, and a lot of time and it got crazy not just for businesses, but even regular people. Like if you threw a party like at your house in California in 2020 or even, and even part of 2021, like they would actually shut your power and water off. Like literally it got so, yeah, it got so crazy out there. Like, and not only that, the high taxes in California, there's a 13.3% state income tax in California and the place is still messed up. And they're in that, and they're trying to talk about raising it up to 16 point, 16.8%. What are you going to do with that extra money? Screw it up worse? You have more things to screw up? Like, I don't understand their logic of thinking. Like, um, and not only that, the homeless problem there in California, which um, is completely the government's fault. They could take care of that. If they would just focus on that, they could actually take clean it up. And just look at Skid Row. It's horrible. Like you can just go walking down the street, just and you see like a few hundred tents just on the sidewalk, every street corner in Skid Row. That's how bad it is. And like there's people doing drugs and there's mentally ill people. Like there's actually a, there's actually a photo of, of a guy who was actually welding inside of his tent. Like and it was like wow. There's also people with with just a lot of their trash there and stuff like that, and literally diseases like. You could just walk down and just see people shooting heroin in their feet or their legs. Like, it's crazy, like, out there. It's dangerous. Like, you can't just go walking around in Skid Row because you can get your ass. Okay, I can't. I'm trying not to swear as much in um, these podcasts. But, yeah. And also, like, there's a bunch of, um, there's, like, a bunch of streets down there where they have, like, a portal potty on, like, not every street corner, but a lot of them. Like, what are you doing out there? Like, why would you want to live in that area? And like, not only that, they're not because California has always had a like L.A. Downtown L.A. has always had um, a homeless problem. It always has been. And now on the last like 10 or so years, they've been moving out into the suburbs of Cal- of L.A. And they and like, li- like literally they just go walk into these nice neighborhoods and just like lay down in people and take pisses in, pe- in people's um, sidewalks or in their yards, or may even see needles, people, people see needles down on the sidewalk by their houses when they're just walking down. Like, it gets crazy, like, really crazy. It, it's dangerous out there. And not only that, like in San Francisco, not just L.A., but in San Francisco, where the homeless problem is almost equally as bad, and, just, and, and, and some parts of it are almost as are almost as dangerous as LA, like really bad. Like they literally have an app on this, on an app in San Francisco where it shows the locations where homeless people are taking craps on the sidewalk. And you see a lot of brown, where the brown represents crap, the crap, the crap. And basically like, you could see the entire thing and it's disgusting. Like, I'm gonna see if I can bring it up right here. Let's see if I can find that thing. San Fran. Francisco, go poop, poop map. Oh, right here. Where is it? Where is it? Is this it? Um, I'm trying to find it. Um, is that the right one? I'm trying to figure out. Uh, right here. Let's see. Let's see if I can bring this up right here. Well, this will let me. Okay, give me a second right here. I got to take care of this right here. Right here. You see, this is the map in San Francisco where all we see homeless people taking crap on the sidewalk. Like, literally, like, oh, this is nasty. Like, you see down here, it's spread it out through all the, the city, but it's mostly worse down here in this area. Like, 
literally like there are videos out there of homeless people just sitting out there on on, on the street corner with their pants pulled down and just taking a crap or or just pissing. Yeah, and yeah, it's disgusting, guys. Yeah, so back to what I was saying about Elon, like not because of the California stuff he's moving out away from, like like literally like, and also he, there, a lot of people are leaving besides Elon, Joe Rogan left, uh, Ben Shapiro left, and he took Daily Wire and all of his 75 employees with him. Uh, Dave Rubin, he just recently left. He went to um, uh, Florida. Like Joe, Ro Joe Rogan went to Texas. Ben Shapiro, he moved to Florida, but he moved his company Daily Wire out um, to Nashville, Tennessee. Like a few other comics moved out, like Theo Vaughn moved to Nashville. <coughs> Joey Diaz, like um, who also appears on Joe Rogan a lot too, with Theo Vaughn, they moved out um, to uh, they moved to New Jersey, which which was pretty stupid because it's not a whole lot better. In some cases, it's probably even worse than L.A., but not a whole lot. But that 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 aside. A lot of people have moved out of California, like um, California. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to rephrase, trying to phrase this correctly. Um, how many people actually moved out of California actually last year? I'm going to take a look at that before I get back to Elon. How how many people people moved out of Calif California in 2021? Let's see this. Uh, no, that was no. This isn't the right one. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find it. I'm right here. Is this the right one? I'm, okay, this might be it. All oh, right. This is just an idea. I I don't, I don't have the actual map, but I'm just gonna have to use this for now. Wait, no, that's not the right one. I'm not using that. That one. That one's confusing. Where is it? Uh, that's an I. No, that's not the right one either. I'm trying to find it. Like, where is it actually? Are they like trying to like um, hide it? Uh, who hope to God they didn't. Uh, moved out of California. California. California numbers. Maybe that's it. See, like that. I'll have to go. I don't want to use NBC, but I got to for this. Where is it? Nope, that's not it either. Leaving the state despite the pandemic. Okay, is this it? Nope, this is. Uh, no, I don't. I can't find it. Like, but back to the idea. A lot of people are leaving California, and Elon. It just happens to be one of them. SpaceX is already located out there in, in Texas, and Tesla relocated from California to um, Texas. And like um, Elon, like um, when the pandemic and before he moved out, he actually tried to open, he like forcefully, he actually opened up um, Tesla forcefully and didn't care what um, California said. And I think he got in trouble for that. And then, yeah, that was the last straw and he left. Yeah. And like, and it's gotten so dangerous in California. Like you saw, like there was a bunch of gang, there's a bunch of gang banging out there. Like, the, it, like you see the shoplifters and stuff like that. Where like California recently said that uh, as if you steal, if you steal, uh, how much is the amount again? Less than nine hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff, you will not be prosecuted. And it's crazy. Like there's a whole bunch of videos out there. Of, of of looting from stores in, in LA and San Francisco and other places in California and they're just stand people are just standing by and letting them happen like even security guards there like are you you guys are being paid to do that and you're not doing your job so yeah but back to Elon as you guys know he bought 9.2 percent of the stock in Twitter which when that happened Aurora happened I was happy for it because, like, I thought, okay, finally, we have a chance for some change here for free speech on Twitter. Because, like, Twitter has been one of the – a lot – I've heard some people say back and forth whether or not Twitter is 
the more more lenient or more aggressive with um, censorship and stuff like that. I think they are very aggressive with it. Like, um, obviously, not just Trump. He got banned from Twitter um, after January 6th, even though he never incited that, which, but they said he incited it. But, um, like, um, all this started with, like, like uh, one of the first people that got banned from Twitter was Milo, was Milo Yiannopoulos. Like, because, like, I could be wrong, but it was believed because the tweet he, I don't know if he, I don't know if he tweeted it out, but I know he, may have said something like uh I'm trying to rephrase this like um no I'm not gonna say that because someone could clip that but you guys can look it up if you want to or because someone could clip that and make it seem out of context so I'm not gonna say that or there was there was also Alex Jones who got banned which they said the reason he got banned was because he was threatening people even though there was absolutely no evidence of that not even a little, or even Gavin McGinnis, the founder of the Proud Boys. Like he didn't say anything. They banned him just because he was associated with them, which he never broke any of their rules of say, of like anything. So you have you have your own biases. Like like I'm me personally. I don't have any problem with rules. I'm I'm just anti fraud. Like as I I like with rules, have what rules you want to, but it's how you, you apply them. That pisses. Oh, God, why do I? I have a potty mouth, man. I gotta learn how to stop saying that because that's gonna get become bad in the future. Yeah, because I don't want my videos to get demonetized when I eventually be, do become eligible for that, and I want this podcast to grow even more than what it has, what it is. Because, like as you see right now, um, I usually release an episode once a week. Now, this week, I've released three episodes. I'm going to try to do that again next week, too, and see if there's see if I can keep that momentum. Maybe I can even keep doing this repeatedly over and over and maybe even get more views and more episodes a week. Maybe, like, do four or five episodes a week, like, a few months from now. Who knows? Like, maybe where I can, like, do the podcast full time. Who knows? Like, I would like to, but I just can't right now because, like, the pot, it's not big enough. Like I'm trying. I'm still learning, trying to make this grow. Like I like doing this, but I can't do it full time because I got got a life and I got things to do and my personal life too. But back to what I was saying about Twitter. Like, um, like literally, I believe. Yeah, they actually were. Like a lot of people got banned from Twitter just because of posts from like eight or so, and even like eight years ago, and even even some beyond it. Because like um, like they changed their policies and like um, they use they use this new policy their new policies to like go after people from things they said in the past. Like, okay, why don't you just delete that stuff and then just allow them to do this? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then um, as we know with the Babylon B, I'm not going to talk about that because um, this podcast would actually get pulled. This video would get pulled. But you guys know, and Elon was actually mad about that. And like he talked to the CEO about it and they had discussions and um, they brought it up. So, yeah, yeah. And then like there was a lot of speculations going around for like a week, week, weeks or weeks about Elon potentially buying Twitter or at least a majority control of Twitter. And then about a week or so was it? I believe it was more than a week ago. He it was announced he bought 9.2% of the stock. And then when he did that, uh, like, so there was like, not just the roar happened. There were some people that were saying he should not have been, he shouldn't have done that. What he did was illegal because like he bought like a, a bigger portion of stock than he could, could have. Well, a bigger portion. He bought like, I'm trying to rephrase. I'm trying to phrase this better. He bought a lot of stock. Um, and with, before it went up because he knew it was going to go up, which um, a lot of people say is illegal, which that depending on how you look at it, it could be or could not be. That depends because I'm not, a, I'm a, I like business and stuff, but I don't know all too much about it. I want, I'm going to learn more about that later on, but he bought up like that much stock and yeah. And then like um, 
there were like he even started putting out tweets about, about like trolling people that he bought the, the, this much stock and stuff like that. He even put a poll out on his um, Twitter account asking asking his followers if they wanted an edit button, and like seventy percent of them, I believe seventy percent of them were saying like yes, and like an edit button on Twitter to like um where you can like if you like made an error or something like that in your tweet, you can go back and correct it. And there was a, some people on the left were outraged about that because like you, if you can edit a, a tweet, that's easy. Like if you said something controversial, you can just go back and like redo it. So it looked like it never happened to a degree, a degree. You could say that, but or not, I actually don't mind an edit button. I do not mind that whatsoever. And like the thing about like when you post something on like Twitter or something like that, you actually when you post something on Twitter, you actually own that that post. You own it because um, if the company owned it, they would be held um, liable for anything, anything that go illegal. So if you own it and you said something wrong, you are held liable. So therefore, yeah. So like um, this podcast, like I own I own the podcast. So, like, yeah, I own, I own, because, like, I'm trying to rephrase this better, because I'm still trying, because literally it's just me and just look in my laptop. I'm don't, I don't have notes for this episode. I just wanted to go and talk about this and stuff like that. Usually I have some bullet points, but I didn't make any for this episode. I was just, just wanted, just went up, got mate, and just started recording. That's all I did. So. Yeah, and I'm just using stream. Oh, sorry about that. I'm just using StreamYard to record this episode. So, uh, where was I? <laughs> like, um, also, at, after like Elon's been also asking a bunch of um his followers about other things they would like for Twitter. I'm trying to remember. Let's see if there's some of them on here. Let's see about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check Elon's Twitter again. Where is? Elon, what else has he posted? Ah, yeah, <laughs> he posted that. Um, whether what outlets people trust, like, yeah, what else? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, most of these top accounts tweet rarely and post very little content. Is Twitter dying? <laughs> Yeah, Elon is such a troll, man. <laughs> I'm trying to find. <sighs> yeah, I'm recording this late at night, so where is it? Okay, I'm gonna try back in here. Maybe I can find it back here. Great idea. Come soon. Oh no, no, that was about Tesla. I'm trying to figure that out. Ooh, Bill Gates. Who who all follows him? I'm gonna check that quickly. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna go back to look at that later on. So yeah. Where was that? Did he delete that? Don't tell me he deleted it. Don't tell me, Elon. Come on. Don't tell me you deleted that. reach it i don't see it but literally like um because like there's been speculation of elon buying more than just um more than like 51 percent of twitter there has been a lot of rumors about that going on because like yesterday or last was it last night or was it yeah it was yeah i think it was last night ray tweeted like a facebook of um, an emoji where he was going like <laughs> like laughing with your hand over your mouth like um, he knew something was going to come up because like there's a bit a whole lot of speculation about him buying uh, 51% of Twitter stock and he would have full control. Now, as you guys know, he backed out of, of becoming, be, being on the board at Twitter. That's very well, that's been known since yesterday. It was yesterday or the day before. Yeah, yeah, you guys get the idea. But like he was offered a seat at a seat on the board of Twitter which um, I think he initially agreed to it, but then yesterday or yesterday he backed out of it. And we're like, because like, here's one of the things they said, 
like Elon would not have been able to, per he purchased 9.2% of, twi of Twitter stock. Now he couldn't purchase, if he joined the board at Twitter, he could not purchase any more than 14 point, somewhere around 14% of Twitter stock, any more than that and for at least two years. Well, yeah, because he would be on the board for two years. And then after that, he would, after 90 days after leaving the board, he wouldn't have been allowed to buy um, that much more stock than it. So Elon doesn't have to go through all the troubles. What he did was he just declined to go to the board. And what I believe is he's going to try to buy more, more of stock of Twitter, which I would like that. Because like if if Elon becomes like owns like fifty one percent of Twitter, then all of then he decides everything there. Like he would overrule everyone. And like the first, if he does that, I hope he brings back Trump. That has to be the first thing he does, because like Trump was wrongfully banned. He should never have been banned. And yeah, Alex Jones should be brought back too because Alex did nothing wrong. Like. Just because there was hearsay that he threatened someone on Twitter, which there was never any evidence that he did that. But because we need um, Trump and Alex Jones back on, you can, I think everyone that was wrongfully banned should be allowed back on. Because, because like, here's the thing about social media. Like, you guys know there's Section 230, which Section 230, what that is, it allows you're not allowed to sue any platform because like platforms, like they, they provide a service, you go use it. They don't. And, uh, and you can't sue them. Well, in the provision, there's a difference between a platform and a publisher. What a publisher is, is um, someone is a company who, who is, who is um, in whole or in part making editorial decisions. That is what a publisher is. And what a platform is, is like AT&T. Like AT&T, they allow anyone to use their service. They can't kick you off their surface service just because they don't dis disagree with a lot of things you say. Now, these social media companies like Twitter, Facebook, Google, and a bunch of others, they act like um, um, publishers instead of platforms, which even though they, even they say they're platforms themselves just because they have a term they just say oh well we just, well we have a terms of service so we're allowed to do this um section 230 does not allow them to do that but they still get away with this because democrats allow them to because in part of, and i think part of the reason is that um they don't have any restrictions on right now is that um the democrats are putting pressure on them to do it and stuff like that like, I think that's probably one of the reasons Jack Dorsey left because he didn't want to deal with the stress like that. And like, there's a lot of people out there that saying we should be regulating these companies because to, 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 to promote free speech. Well, here's the problem with that. Um, if we regulate what these companies can do, the Democrats, they're the ones in control right now. They would just have them can go even further than what they're doing right now, do even more censoring than they already have been, like and like just ban like um, conservative opinions outright because they can deem it hate speech. You can't, so we can't do it that way. There's the also the other the Republican view is where that um where that these and this is also Trump's view is that all these um, social media companies they're monopolies. That they should be broken up, broken up, and just let the market um, figure it out itself. It's a good idea, but I don't think that even that's a good idea. What we should do, I don't think believe that's what we should do. Here's my proposal for what I believe that we should do to, to, to so that this goes down a better path. What I believe we need to do is like, um, since the First Amendment currently does not apply to tech because they say it's a private company, yeah. Yeah, and like um the Republicans um back before I get into that, like the Republicans like they want to break these companies up, like basically pull a Teddy Roosevelt and just break these companies up and let the market do it themselves. So yeah, and back to what I was saying. My since the First Amendment does not apply to tech, currently apply to big tech because they're private companies. What I here's what I believe a proposal what we should do. The First Amendment should be. 
amended to include social media and have it be served as a utility that everyone can enjoy. I mean, like you couldn't I mean, just and just have it be following U.S. law like um, you can't call for someone's death. You can't send death threats or something like that. Like just follow regular U.S. law. And yeah, like that. And, and just follow it. Like even Clarence Thomas has said that if Twitter, if Twitter is behaving like um, not if, if, like he said, because like politicians, they're not allowed to like block anyone on their social media or something like that, even though it's like a platform. He says that, OK, maybe it should be used as a utility. Then it's they should explore deeming it as a utility because for everyone to enjoy, which in my view, it actually is a utility like. And my view is a proposal like um, if it apply if applies to if a big tech applies to the First Amendment, what it what it should happen is in order to get banned, like there should be like a process that goes through. Get, uh, there should be a process that goes through that. Like, um, hey, if if you say something bad, like uh, you send a death threat, okay, have it go to trial, and um, if it's deemed that you 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 did something wrong. Then yeah, it, they decree you did that. Then you get banned. Okay, fine then. Like I believe that's what you should do, because I because in my opinion, hate speech, which um, it's it. There's no legal definition of hate speech. All speech should be legal. Even the Supreme Court has said that. The only thing you can't do is like um like uh, break the law. Like you can't call to it, make a call to an action with an unnecessary action. Like, um, like a lot of like Biden has said beforehand, you can't yell fire in like a movie theater. Well, yeah, that's a call to action. That's not like speech. It's regular speech itself. That is just a call to action. And we have laws on the books for that, which I actually agree with that. Like you can say you hate Donald Trump. No problem. You can say, uh, I hope Donald Trump gets run over by a car. Okay, that's edgier, but yeah, you can say that. Now you can't say go. You can't say I'm going to run over Donald Trump with a car, or telling someone to go run over Donald Trump with a car. You can't do that. That's illegal. Because we, and like um, prohibiting speech is actually wrong. Because like um, I every dictator that has limited speech in some capacity, in like um, severe capacity. As it's gone down the route, it's gone down badly. Hitler did it, for instance. Yeah, I know you, you can't really mention his name, but I'm still going to mention his name right here. Like um, he being part of the National Socialist Party of Germany, like um, he spread all the lies about the Jews. And like um, he he, he didn't say outright that he's going to go kill six million Jews, but he slowly eased into that. Like he slowly started saying, like I'm um, saying, like um. They're smelly. They're bad. They're dangerous. They're they, they are the reasons that we lost World War One. They are depriving Germany and stuff like that. But you guys get the idea. Like once you limit something like that, you can't go back because like once government make, um, gets powers that they never had before, they do not give it up. They ne they never will because because when they have powers, they take once you give an inch, they will take a mile. Like they will go even further than you can even imagine. And that is dangerous. We cannot allow that. And that's why getting back to Elon buying Twitter, it's a good thing because he has said multiple times that he thinks free speech is needed. We have to have this. We have to have civil discussions to find, to find, and find our differences and work through them because that is going to be good for the future. And he is, he said that multiple times and, I agree with them. Like, there's a lot of people out there who don't like that, don't like him that he bought Twitter and stuff like that. A lot of people that don't like that he's buddies with Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Just because they hate Joe Rogan because of some of the guests he's had on. Like, giving he gave a, like, they're saying, why do you give platforms to these people? Like, Alex Jones, Dr. Malone, um, Dr. Peter, was it Peter Cullen or? There was another guy. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember who he. You guys get it. Who he's had a lot of people on his podcast. He's had Gavin McGinnis. Uh, he said Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, he said Michael Malice. 
he's had Tim Poole. He's had Russell Brand. Like a lot of these people, the left hates because they view them as a threat to their agenda. To free, because yeah, you guys get the idea. We can't. I hope Elon buys the the remaining percentage to get to fifty one percent of Twitter. If he does that, he has ultimate say. Like no one can overrule him. I hope he does this because this will make this will let us know that free speech is still real. We still are a we can still have discussions. We can still express how we feel on things. This is good. I hope Elon buys it. I hope he does. And like Trump, he he started his own social media company, Truth, which um is only available on um was it um Apple iTunes. It's available on iTunes. Well, not iTunes, my mistake. It's available on Apple. I don't have Apple. I have an Android. So I'm still I haven't joined it yet because because I'm still waiting for it to be available on uh, Google Play, which it's I've heard rumors that it's going to be available within the next few months. I don't know if when it'll happen, but I hope it happens soon as I want to get on there and just start interacting because I love free speech. I use Gab a lot. I use Minds. I use CloudHub like and I have to admit these platforms while I like them, they are nowhere near the where Twitter, Facebook, or or Google or YouTube. I the technology. I don't use Getter. That's another one. I don't use Getter because um it's just as much censorship as Twitter is. Like um uh what was it Nick Fluentes? I believe it was. He got banned just for just being just, just for just um for because the CEO said he was associated with some bad people. He didn't break any of the rules just because he was associated with them, even though there was no proof about that. Tim Pool exposed him on his podcast, and I'm glad that Tim did that. We need that kind of stuff. So, and I believe, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. Do I think if, if Trump was unbanned from Twitter, which also, to mind that to Facebook, I heard, I think, believe he's going to get unbanned after the midterms this year, like in January, I believe, because like um, Facebook's Supreme Court has ruled that he'll be allowed back on the platform after midterms somewhere in January of 2023. Who knows if they'll actually do that? I don't know. They might, but they might not. I don't think Trump really even cares about that. Like, um, would Trump get back on Twitter because he has his own social media platform now? That's tough to say. Um, it's really tough. I'm trying to figure out if he would. Like, I don't know if he would. Now, he might do it, do it just because, like, he would get his exposure back. And the moment he would do it, he, he, the moment he gets back on Twitter, if he was unbanned, which, um, there was rumors that he was going to get unbanned like um, when Elon bought it, first of all. Um, those weren't true, apparently. But now, if he if Elon get, gets 51%, he can unanimously... Unanimous, that's a tongue twister. Unanimously say that Trump can come back on. So, who knows about... Who knows? I don't know. But, yeah. I believe that's it for this episode, guys. Like... Yeah, I've done like this the first time in a while where I've done more than one episode a week. So I have this three episodes like uh, I'm going to have I I think I believe next week I might I'll have three episodes, too, in the week after that. I believe so. Like um, I know the next few weeks, I how many weeks? No, I'll have to recheck my schedule again, because like um, I've actually scheduled a bunch of people to come on. Certain, not well, not a whole lot, but I have a few sched- people scheduled. Like, uh, I, I, I can't reveal that yet because that would, that would, I just can't reveal that. That that'll that's a surprise that will have to wait till it happens. But I've been talking to some people who I who have agreed to come on this podcast. I scheduled it with them. So, yeah, when that I I, I won't say who they are, but um, when it happens, you will see. Because it's going to be a fun, it's going to be fun stuff. Because this podcast is going to is going to keep growing. 
growing and growing and growing. Like, there will still be episodes where, just, like this one, where it's just me. But eventually, I I will get to a point where most of my episodes will have um, people on them, uh, guests on them. Yeah. And, like, I believe this, like, the first nine episodes of this podcast are audio only. The first nine. And now I, this is episode, this is the ninth episode since I brought it back from the six-month hiatus. I've done nine episodes where it's, where it's on video, which I'm glad because, like, when I very first started this podcast, um, it was just audio. This is actually a true fact. I'm going to admit this. When I first started the podcast, I didn't know what I was doing. So, and I didn't even know how I could create video for this. So, I just decided to go with audio because it was much easier. All I did was I bought this mic and I bought these headphones and I bought this um, this um, desk right here and, and I bought this chair and I just set this up in my spare bedroom and just started talking about a lot of stuff. I am um, original. When I first started the podcast, it was just going to be a, um, a conservative podcast and stuff like that. Like I said, but like, like last week, I believe um, I, I, I changed it from, okay, we're not just going to talk politics on here, which we'll still talk a lot of politics. We're going to talk about a lot of other stuff too. And we're just going to talk about a lot of other things too. Like um, we might talk about movies. We might talk about just regular things in life, like hunting and stuff like that. I, I don't want this to just be associated with politics. I want this to be associated with a lot of other things. Like, we can talk about pretty much almost anything on this podcast, which I'm glad about that because like it'll give me opportunities for to expand the podcast, do like alternative stuff, like fun stuff, like who knows where this can go. I, I like not just like we can like um have real estate agents on, which that up that guy, I'm still talking to him. Like we still I have I have the new dates. I have the new date scheduled with him to come on the podcast after he after we had to cancel the last time because of his scheduling things. But um, I have that I ha we have the date set up. I'm not going to say the date because I don't want to ruin it again like I did last time. So just to be sure that this happens, yeah, you, I'm not going to say when it happens until it does because I don't want to ruin it. And like um, also. And I brought the podcast back from after that six month hiatus where I just where I started doing with audio. To tell you the truth, I didn't even use this mic in like the first, was it three or four episodes? Yeah, I didn't use the mic or the headphones. And to be the truth, to be honest, I didn't even use the headphones for the first nine episodes either. All I was doing was just talking into the mic. That's all I did. Because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I because I all I did was I just got this stuff and just started doing it. Like and I've learned more and more about what I'm supposed to do with it. I still got a lot more to learn. It's literally all this, all I'm doing right now, The la I've done the last couple episodes, is just me with the mic, uh, the headphones, and it's just my laptop. I have all of them plugged into my laptop, and I'm just learning how to do all this now. Which, um, if I don't have like all the circuit boards, um, all the audio modifiers and stuff like that, that, that a lot of podcasters use. Like I've seen a lot of people like Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, uh, who else? Like a bunch of other podcasters, podcasters like um talk about talk about like just use this new this um advanced equipment. Yeah, and and like uh, this podcast, like it's actually helped me relieve stress a lot. Like it gives me something. Like I said beforehand, it gives me something to do. Like in my spare time, like. Because I have all these thought, all these things built up, and like I just want to talk about them. Like a lot of times, I'm not, I can't really talk about it with others because they don't want to hear it. Because like I literally, I'm very passionate about a lot of my ideas. I just want to get them out there, and this podcast it allows me to get them out there. Like um, when I like I don't get the, like what was like all the platforms that the podcast is on all together. From what I can tell, it's about 90 viewers total that watch it. And that's not that much, but I, I'm still going to keep grinding because like, like I said before, like when I took that six month hiatus, I, I regret that because I lost so much momentum in that. I could have, who knows where I could be right now. The podcast could be much bigger than it is. I'm just trying to regain momentum that I lost because I, I want this podcast to become bigger than what it is already.
I'm not saying I expect to become like Joe Rogan or Joe Rogan level or Alex Jones level. I just want this to become bigger and bigger to, to a point where I can like self-sustain it, like just work this full time and I can just talk, talk, talk. And yeah, because I just like doing this. Like I didn't because beforehand, because like I am a talker in real life, but most of the time I just keep it to myself and I have a lot of things built up and I just want to use this to talk to it. Like I'm um, talk, talk, tell, tell what, how I really feel a lot on a lot of things, which, yeah, who knows? Because I, man, I just like doing this. Okay. Like you guys get the idea. I know I've gone on a lot of this, like I've gotten away from what the Elon Musk stuff, which um, I'm sorry about that, but I just, I just wanted this podcast not to just be about politics. I want this podcast to grow into something else too. Like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to expect it to go Joe Rogan level. I just want it to get bigger. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up right now. So uh, this has actually been a fun episode. Remember to subscribe to this channel, turn on notifications and share this, this video so we can get more viewers on it. And yeah, because I want it to grow. Also, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Gab, follow me on CloudHub, and follow me on Minds. Oh, follow me on Instagram too, because like this thing, because I've, I'm, I'm going to try to. I don't. I just, I want the entire um, RIS, the entire Rainfinity Show podcast brand to grow. Like I don't just want it to be like oh, just um on YouTube and stuff like that. I want the entire brand to grow. All right, guys, this has been Ray from the Ray Infinity Show. Catch you guys next time. Peace.